0: Welcome to Letters to Women, a podcast that explores the feminine genius. Swipe left, swipe right. That's the environment that you'll encounter on a majority of online dating websites. But as Catholic women, we're made for deep relationships that are focused on who we are as a person and not just our profile picture. Online dating is growing more and more popular by the day. Today, 20% of current committed relationships found their start online. But if you're creating your profile for the very first time, online dating can be a little intimidating and sometimes overwhelming. What dating strategies should you embrace? Which ones should you reject? It may sound a little cliche, but I think that authenticity is one of the most important dating strategies that you can adopt as a single Catholic woman. Maybe you've heard success stories of couples meeting online, but you're wondering if online dating is even a good fit for you. If you're wondering what online dating websites or apps to use, how to send that first message to someone you find attractive, or whether online dating is for you, this letter is for you. Today we're welcoming to the podcast Christina Peterson, who is a friend that I met when we were both in college. When she was on a retreat team, she drove up from Hayes, America, to around the Topeka area to be on a university-led, student-led retreat with us. And since then, we both ended up in the Kansas City area, and it's just been really good to get to know you in the young adult community. So welcome to the show, Christina.
1: Thank you. Mm -hmm.
0: So today we're going to be talking about online dating. Today's letter is a letter to the woman filling out her online dating profile but before we talk about that, Christina, can you share a little bit about your story as a Catholic woman?
1: Yeah, so I was raised Catholic. Um, I was involved in youth groups all through middle school, high school, and then I ended up going to Fort Hayes State for college, and I joined their Catholic Disciples group. Uh, it's a Catholic uh, college student-led uh, group there on the campus. Um, little known, but very awesome, very powerful. Yeah. And uh, I started to really invest in my faith through that. I had a lot of Friends who were really invested um, and really just invited me into a deeper connection with Christ, um, a deeper friendship with them and with Him. Um, So within that, I started seeking the heart of Jesus through those friendships, um, through some online focus, um, Bible studies, just through community mostly. Uh, When you're hanging out with people who love Jesus, you start loving Jesus a lot more too. Um, And then last September, I got married uh, to my husband, Gregory Peterson, and we moved to the Kansas City area to start living out the next part of our vocations. That's awesome.
0: I love the Catholic Disciples group. I, I went to school at Washburn, but I made a couple trips up to Fort Hayes and then have done so after college too, and it's such a powerhouse. Like, that is such a good community.
1: Yeah, it is. Lots of seminarians, lots of... Um, Great married couples living out the Catholic faith, lots of religious life. It's nice. great. Yeah,
0: and they have two dogs now, right? We do have two we,
1: I'm not there anymore, but I still am part of it. Oh,
0: Kathy so and
1: uh, Joaquin. I love it.
0: If your college campus center has dogs, you are doing something good. Yeah. <laughs> so you met your husband through an online dating site. So can you tell us a little bit more about you guys' relationship and then how you discern marriage together?
1: Yeah, so we actually met through Catholic Match. Um, I would, I had had a lot of friends, um, and a lot of cousins actually who had used, um, Catholic Match or Ave Maria or Catholic Singles, um, or Evening Harmony, some of those yeah. sites. And, um, I just, I had dated a little bit before that, but just hadn't really found what I was looking for. I felt really called to marriage. Um, I discerned religious life a little bit, but felt more called to marriage. So I felt God calling me to seek that out. Um, so I eventually tried Catholic Match and... My husband, Greg, was trying it as well. We both had only been on for a little bit, and um, he messaged me, and at the time, I was like, a friend of mine had told me, like, just take it one at a time, like, whoever messages you first, just kind of see if that could be a possibility, and if not, then keep going, because it can be really overwhelming, I think, especially for girls. My husband said it's not overwhelming for men, but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really overwhelming for girls, Um, for me anyway, and so I just kind of went through that way, um... And he had messaged me, and I had said, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to, like, be a player or anything like that. I'm just uh, kind of talking to somebody else right now. And so I just kind of let his message go. And uh, he was like, okay, well, good luck. And um, nothing really happened. And then a few weeks later, when that first one didn't work out, he had messaged me again. And he was like, oh, well, I see you're still on here. So I guess you're still single. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am. And so he's asked me before. He was like why did you like respond to me on that or anything? And I said, well, I was actually going to get off the, um, it was like the week of my birthday or something. And I was like, okay, God, like this is kind of tiring. I've been on it a few months. Maybe this isn't where you're asking me to be. And so I went to adoration and I like gave it to God. And I just felt him calling me to like give it the rest of the week and then like be done on my birthday. Yeah. And so, um, that's what I was going to do. My family like went on this Little vacation trip for my birthday it was my twenty first. It's like really exciting and everything. And so um I did I was doing that and then like the last day that I was gonna like not message anybody, I even was like, even if anybody messaged me today, I'm not gonna reply. I'm just done. <laughs> and then he messaged me and it was like his second message, and so I was like, Okay, well I guess it's persistence. <laughs> and so points I, of perseverance. <laughs> yeah. So we messaged on the site for a few weeks and then we were talking so frequently the site would be like you're messaging this person too much, like, you need to stop. (laughs) And I think I was trying to predict my emotional virtue, but I was like, well, you're just being annoying. (laughs) You don't know how much I talk. (laughs) So we exchanged emails, and then we started texting and FaceTiming and calling. Um, And then after about a month of that, maybe a little more, we went on a group date with some of his friends here. And I visited here. I didn't, like, I didn't want my friends to know that I was going on new dates because I would be like, I thought maybe they would make it, you know, oh, this is something. And I was like, I don't know what this is. Right. I just came here and um, or where he was and we went on a group date and then um, went on a few dates for with just us that one weekend um, since we lived four hours apart. and then uh, Greg asked me to uh, go study, as they say. and we started um, sort kind of being exclusive from the beginning. so we weren't pursuing other people outside of each other, obviously. And then we dated for about six months. Um, We kind of were discerning and talking about our dreams um, for our lives and our goals and where we felt like God was calling us and how that would look in regards to marriage specifically, like, to each other. Uh, So we're both pretty open people. Um, Even now we're still pretty open, and we are pretty um, to-the-point people generally. And so we weren't ever really shy about those conversations. Um, So Greg proposed on Divine Mercy Sunday of last year— And then we were married a year and one week after our first date. That's awesome. And celebrating five months today, Yes, which is so good. That's so great. When
0: people found out that you had met someone online or like friends heard through the grapevine, what was their reaction to that?
1: Well, the first reaction I got was my dad saw my credit card bill, and he was like, what did you spend $70 on called Catholic Match? Is that one of those online dating sites? And I said it was, and he wasn't real thrilled. But I said, well, someday if I get married, Dad, then you'll say that wasn't too bad of an investment. So, which I reminded him during our dance at my wedding. So... um with the rest of my friends and family, um, the way they know my personality, my choices before getting on Catholic Match, it wasn't really a big shock to them. Uh, especially because I know many people who use those sites who have met their now spouses. And it's so common um, now, I think, especially in the secular world. Yep. Um, unfortunately, there's things like, you know, Tinder, Bumble, right. whatever those kind of sites where you summon people from the internet for unholy things. Not a fan of those, but um, they give sites like Catholic Match or Ave Murray Singles or Catholic Chemistry a bad name, unfortunately, um, when really they're really good tools, I think, um, especially because of all the people I know who've used them. There's lots of great Catholic speakers, yeah. um, Noelle and David McHugh. Yeah. They met through Ave Marie. That's part of their story that they've shared a lot. So they can be really great tools to meet people if you feel like you're called to marriage. With communication technology, we're not really confined to picking who we're most compatible with yeah. in our hometown. Me, for example, from a town of like 300, so related to everyone, <laughs> and then when I choice. got to college, related to a lot of people, um, since I went to college, I'm not too far away. So uh, with communication technology, it's nice we're not confined to that. And the beautiful thing about marriage is that God allows us to choose someone who we're attracted to uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually um, in order to strive for heaven with, and it's all because he thought we would like it. Um so it's just another reason that free will's the best. So, in perspective, Greg and I are both from large families of origin in small towns. Um, he's from Arkansas, and uh, I'm from Northwest Kansas. Although we both had discerned other vocations and felt most called to marriage, there simply wasn't anyone we already knew that we would want to, want to marry. And then we found each other. And we're like, "I pick you." So
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, because it's you know the choices are really best if you actually choose them. Good online dating sites are tools that can broaden your frame of reference and help you find traits and um, ones you desire in a spouse. I kind of had an idea of things I wanted in a husband um, when I felt called to marriage. I didn't have like a, okay, he has to meet all these checklist boxes. He has to be this tall. This is his hair color. (laughs) Right. But I had seen things in some of my guy friends who I had made through Catholic Disciples. Um, Just another reason I love Catholic um, college ministry. Like I made so many good girlfriends, but I also made so many great guy friends, um, who were just real brothers in Christ to me. And, you know, there were things I would see in them that either they did with their, um, girlfriends or they just did with their other, um, women friends. I was like, I really admire that trait in this person. And those are things that I really desired to find in a spouse because I was like, okay, these are men already in brotherhood who are helping me get to heaven. Like, those are things I would love to be combined in a spouse. And, like, God knows my heart. He knows what desires he's put there. And, like, I truly believe that, like, he fills those desires so we can fulfill our mission. And so with Greg, he really, like, showed me those desires and then gave me the ability to choose him. The things that I admired um, that I think are really traits of authentic masculinity um, are someone who's humorous, outgoing, generous, kind, and hardworking. So when I was reading Greg's profile... um, On Catholic Match, it helped me to get to know some surface-level things and common interests, which are also important. Mm -hmm. But um, talking to him a little more day by day helped me see these traits in him. Um, And I would also say that looking back, uh, meeting him online was better than if I'd met him at an event or in person Mm -hmm. or something. um, Because just in my personal experience with other people that I dated, um, once uh, it was apparent that we were interested in each other, it was super tough not to spend um, too much time with them when I should have been spending more time with homework or with my own friends um, or in prayer. It's just, you know, I think that's a lot of people's experience too. Like the very quick like puppy love. It's so easy, especially if you're in the same town and you just live a few blocks away or something. It's like, I'm going to spend all my time with this person. (laughs) When really like looking back, there are times where I'm like, okay, it would have been better if I would have spent time, you know, with this friend who needed me to spend time with them or just like being in community with people. So meeting Greg from a distance uh, from the beginning helped our friendship form a lot better, and our relationship progress at, like, a good speed for us. Um, I think that's actually a huge benefit to online dating sites and long-distance dating in general. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great point if you're trying to um, try out online dating and receiving negativity from anyone. You can just, you know, say, well, this is a good attribute of it that, you know, we can take it slow and get to meet each other without, um, you know, a lot of physicality or a lot of just, like, too much time pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're like me and don't like to mince words much, and if you're, if you prayed on it, just say, this is where the Lord's leading me right now and move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love how at first glance, like getting to know Greg through his profile, you can see these, okay, these are things we have in common, but then when you got to know him better personally, that's when you were able to see those attributes lived out in his personal life. So I think that's so beautiful to, like off the screen, as you got to know him, that those were things that came out. That's so good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Did you ever fill out, you filled out a online dating profile. Did you ever fill one out on, on a secular app? Or what made you decide to create the profile on a Catholic dating site?
1: Yeah, I did not fill out any secular ones. Um, just because, personally, I don't think there's a lot of merit to them. I know mm. one person um, who used one and met someone in her hometown and now they're engaged. I think that it is very far and few between. Um, those sites are not really designed for um right relationship and they're not designed for a relationship that's going to lead you to Christ and lead you to heaven. They're honestly they're designed for hookups. Um they're designed for, you know, bringing someone to a wedding or a party, something like that. And that's just not what I desired out of it. I felt like I was called to marriage and I desired marriage. So I desired authentic um authentic dating and authentic personality within that. Yeah. Um so I did some research through my friends who had been on different sites, um, what I would consider the holistic good sites, like Ave Maria, Catholic Chemistry, or Catholic Match, Catholic Singles, something like that, Um, who, so my friends would use them, and I decided that Catholic Match was probably the right site for me just because of how it's set up. Um, I liked that it had the basis of Catholic teachings that you had to list if you agree with them or not. I think there's, like, six or so, Um, and I liked that because it allowed me to kind of sort out, since I agree with all of them, I wanted to you know, start out with other people who agreed with all of them. Yeah. It was just very important to me. So there's a ton of people on the sites and it can be really overwhelming, like I said earlier, and knowing that I agree with all the church teachings and wanted somebody else who does made it easier to find those who'd be compatible with that. And I also liked um, the simple casual layout of the site and its features. Sometimes that's just a really big part of it is if you're not super tech savvy, which I am not, I liked the real ease of just being able to put in my answers and be done, kind of. I know there's a lot of sites that are, like, there's a lot of quizzes, and there's a lot of swiping, and there's a lot of this and a lot of that. Yep. And that's just a lot for me. I just wanted to be kind of, like, fishing. I just, like, to put out my answer and wait. <laughs> I felt like I wanted that, yet something that's intentional. Um, so it seemed to be a common theme among the Catholic sites that there's a lot of features that allow and help you to see the person as a whole person. Um It's easy to see people as just a profile and just kind of a catalog and flip through and be like, oh, he's cute. Like, I'll look at that one later. I'll just star it for later, you know. But I think that something the Catholic sites, a lot of them do really well, is they ask intentional questions that lead for authentic answers. Yeah. Um, And that's something that Greg and I liked about each other's profile is that, like, we really answered them, like, wholeheartedly and not just, like... Yes, I agree with this, and I like dogs and Italian food. A lot of so beach. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was it was something that allowed us to be like, I am pursuing the art of Christ, and if you are too, like, let's journey together. Yeah. Um, so starting out, I was worried that seeing so many profiles and pictures um would tank my emotional virtue, kind of like in a catalog and make it easier for me to objectify them as just future husband material. Um But that wasn't the case at all. Just because it was, um, had a bit to do with the fact that I was already preparing myself against that, but also something about the way the site creators think and pray about the site design and um, design their profile questions that help me see people as whole and complex people like me, um, trying to just go where God leads them. So I'm definitely a big supporter of the Catholic sites in particular, and I think some of the Christian sites can be good when put to good use too. Um, I have a few friends who have met their spouses through them, and even Match.com and Harmony have a religious option of sh- of sorts.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, on like, the, I had a Catholic Match profile in college, and the, the questions that they're asking that you're like, do you agree with that Christ is truly present in the Eucharist? Do you agree mm-hmm. with the Church's stance on premarital sex and things like that? When you met Greg in person or started talking to him off the site knowing each other's answers on that did it make it was it good for you guys or was it hard because it's like well we we could have conversations about this but we already know each other's answers
1: yeah it was really i think a benefit to us that we already knew our our simple answer them, like our right. yes and no's um because it was so much easier to bring those up in conversation i think anyway it was um we're both very open books but i think for anybody just kind of like already knowing that about them um you already know they're going to probably say what they said yep. on their site. Um, and if they don't, that's, that's still helpful in a way. <laughs> that's true. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot easier for those to come up in conversation and for us to be able to talk about them. Yep. And I think it also, like, helps with the speed of your relationship just because we weren't like, I'm going to marry this person like right from our first date or anything. But it definitely helps to bring some of those up because I think for some couples it can even be, like, years before you talk about those deep subjects. Right. Right. Um, but for us, because it was like we already knew each other's answers, we could just talk about it and have more in depth conversations in general.
0: Yeah, it's a really good jump start into those conversations, too, because you know that they've thought about it because they've answered that question let's go back to that catalog so when I was on Catholic match one reason that I got off Catholic match after a couple months was because I did fall into oh yes I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one I'm gonna come back to this profile this guy looks great or it was really overwhelming to look through a list of guys who were interested in, in pursuing marriage so how can women who are filling out their online dating profile strive to see people with profiles on the site as people as children of God and instead of like just thinking of them as this kind of catalog thing that they can pull up and pick up with they want to.
1: right. I think for me what was so helpful is just preparing myself in prayer. I think that's so important. Um, in Hazer we have a adoration chapel we've mm-hmm. um, several opportunities for adoration and I think a lot of places do as well. I probably spent more time in adoration um, combined at that time than I ever had mm-hmm. um, just because I really wanted to make sure I was desiring Christ first, vocational relationships second that God was my priority, and if he was leading me towards that, that I was spending enough time listening to him, mm-hmm. that I wasn't just caught up in, oh, this person's cute. Oh, I like this person's dog. Like, this person, you know, loves all the things I love. Yep. Like, those are all so important. But it's so, so much more important to desire Christ first. Um, there's a lot of youth speakers who have written on that and spoken on that. And I think it's for right reason. Um, Christ desires us so much more than a person could ever desire us. Um, like Mother Teresa says, like he thirsts for us. Right. And he thirsts for us individually. Like Christ desires me individually. And my husband desires me as well. Um, but Jesus desires me so much more that I even um, in turn desire Jesus more than I desire my spouse. Yep. Um, albeit just a little bit more, it, in the grand scheme of things, will be infinitely more because I, I will spend my eternity with Christ. I'm spending my, um, you know, lifetime with my husband Greg. So, I think for anyone filling out their profile, to just spend so much time in prayer um, is the most important thing. And then I would also say, take a break from it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not um, something that's going to happen overnight if it's worth it. And it's not something that you have to really be concerned about. Like, it's just like meeting anybody in person, like... God will bring that person to you. It's right. not something you have to spend a lot of time on and be on the internet all hours of the night, like looking for the perfect person. Yep. Um. Like if there is someone that God desires you to be with, like he will bring them to you. Mm-hmm. And something I actually um, had heard so much uh, when I was going through college and I would take someone and then we'd kind of break it off because it just didn't work out. And I was nannying actually. And um, the family that I was nannying for, the mom she had said to me, um, I didn't ever really express to her that I was like, you know, on this Catholic journey or anything. Yeah. Um, but she just said, you know, I think you'll find the person God has for you when you stop looking. Mm. When you are just, you know, she didn't say chill. But <laughs> when you're just chill about it, like, I think that it's, it's okay to take proactive steps, like dating and obviously like making a profile online. But I think in a way too, just like, being okay with being fine like being yourself is super important and I definitely would say if you're not fine with where you are personally either in your spiritual life or just like if there's a lot with your career and you feel like God's calling you to do more with that or if there's a lot going on with your family like for me that was a big part of it um just like making sure everything was fine with my own family of origin and like that my relationship with them was strong um was really important and just Being okay, being myself. Yeah, Um, That's a really important part too. I know when I had started it, that's something I really had to think about within myself was like, am I actually ready if someone like... If God were to bring me someone right now, would I be ready to date and get married? Yeah. Um, And it's a question that I wrestled with for a long time before I even made a profile. So I would say just kind of considering some of those questions and doing a lot of prayer um, is always beneficial.
0: Yeah. And I think too, to recognize like the heart of those desires, like am I desiring someone to make me feel loved and lovable because I'm not investing in that part of my relationship with Christ? Or am I looking for a human being to fill these places in my heart that I should be like spending time with God or with other community, like with community or friends too. And I love that idea of balance. Like if this, if online dating is something that's drawing you away from your, or like your friendships with people who are present to you and face to face are fading because you're so plugged into online dating or keeping up on profiles, being able to keep a good eye on that to make sure that they're balanced.
1: Absolutely. Um, Something else I would say is to not be secretive about it. I Mm -hmm. think that something that we tend to do, and I especially anyway, is to be really secretive about it. And I've noticed that with, like, some of my friends who have done it, they told everybody only after they had met somebody. Yep. And that's kind of, I did a little bit of that, but I also um, saw myself doing that and invited friends to kind of, like, look at profiles with me. And it is kind of awkward and embarrassing at first because, like, I felt like my friends were going to think, like, really? You can't find anyone here? Like, Mm. you need to be online? But I think even now, like, my friends did not react like that at all. Right. Right. And because, like, they had gone through other relationships with me and, like, seen that, like, maybe I needed to do something different and they had gone through my prayer life with me. And, like, if we're really, like, wanting authentic friendships, too, like, we need to invite people into all areas of our lives. Yep. Um. And that's something I'm even learning still with my friendships um, that I, like, have here in Kansas City that I'm making and, like, learning with how to change um, or how to deal with the change, like, in my college friendships. Um, And I think that's so important is to, like, clue people in on it like you're not desperate because you're online like you're not um doing anything wrong or out of the ordinary like it is so commonplace now and I think to just be like confident and if you're going to do it then you know have it be for the right reasons and be confident in that like I know when kind of going back to like if people you know are negative about it or anything like that like I had had a few negative comments said to me but After kind of explaining, like, I just feel like this is where God's leading me. And it's kind of all you have to say. Like, I think I'm just kind of person where I'm like, I'm just going to say what I have to say and I don't have to say anything else because then it's your problem. But I mean, just being, like, kind and compassionate about it and just explaining if you, like, need to explain where you're coming from um, can really do a lot. And to have those authentic friendships to help build you up and help keep you accountable to your emotional virtue. Yep. um, Because something that I think can happen too is if it's not overwhelming for you and you feel like you're not getting messages, you feel like you're not putting yourself out there enough or whatever, it's really good to have those girlfriends who are like, you are good in and of yourself. Right. You don't need messages to validate you. You don't need yep. likes to validate you. And then to just like bring it to Christ, like your likes don't validate you at all. I just was watching a show the other day with some um girls and it was, there was something about the show and the, this, child, like 10 years old, was so obsessed with how many likes they were getting. And we had a conversation about that. I was like, it is really sad that that's what, um, what fills our value as a person, because it's really not like, I am not so much with the social media. Um, but just being able to get that point where your validation comes from Christ is so important and where like your strength comes from him, but also from like being built up by your girlfriends and being able to um, being able to, like, take rejection like a champ, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, it's okay if it doesn't work out. Like, it's okay if someone's not interested in you. Like, that's just one less person you have to sort through. It's true. <sighs> it's, like, it's a benefit more than anything. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, that's what I would
0: say about that. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite authors is Brene Brown. And I'm reading yes. her book right now. Mm-hmm. I'm reading her book on um, leadership, but she's revisiting a lot of the topics from her old books. And so it's fantastic. And I, I told Joseph last night, like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to be on a Brene Brown kick. So, like, get ready for a wholeheartedness. <laughs> yeah. And she talks about how, you know, being vulnerable takes courage. If you're being Mm -hmm. vulnerable, if you're putting yourself out there, you are going to experience failure. It's not like, oh, I might, this may hurt me. Like, no, it is. It's going to hurt and it's going to be good. And being surrounded by a group of friends who you can be vulnerable with and who are going to say, you know, like you said, like you're, that's not your self-worth or like, Mm -hmm. here's a truth about yourself that you're, you are easily forgetting because you're wrapped up in this. Um, But I love to like, including your friends in this, like I was um, reading some stats on online dating because I write for Catholic singles. And so I'm kind of still mm-hmm. in this, in this world, even though I'm married and they were talking about how important friends are when it comes to introducing you to other people, um, in their, in their networks and things like that too. But I think it's so beautiful to include your friends in your online dating journey. Cause then you get the best of both worlds. Like you're yeah. having their feedback. You're there's, they're seeing where you're at. They know you're open and you're seeking someone to discern marriage with, and then you're also having this network of online dating open to you as well.
1: So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I agree with that. I even have a friend right now, a guy friend of mine, who's been asking me to set him up. He's like, "Well, you're obviously the expert because you did online <laughs> dating." And I was like, "I don't know if that's how it works, but I'll keep my eye yeah. open for you. But yeah, yeah. I think um, too, It's talking about Brene Brown. I was a communication major in college. And I make a lot of jokes that doesn't make me any money so far, but it's made me a lot of personal growth. Um, Just investing in um, learning about how to communicate with other people, how to be vulnerable. There's a lot of different topics within there. And you don't have to be a communication major to understand that. Like just searching some Brene Brown YouTube videos, like looking up that kind of stuff. There's so much at our fingertips now that I think um, we don't even realize that can be used for so much good and so much personal growth. Um, And that like, helps in dating and you know if it doesn't help in your dating it at least helps you personally right
0: right and yeah just I love the resource of online dating it's something that we haven't had like as a human civilization forever this is something that's relatively new but it's a tool that we can use Mm -hmm. you can like we said like Different apps let you, or encourage you to use it for bad, and other ones are going to be encouraging you to use it for the right purpose. But really, at the end, it's something that all comes down to, like, the choice. Like, how are you going to interact with this site and the people on it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep.
0: So for women who are listening, they're thinking about trying online dating, uh, they're going to fill out their profile. Do you have any tips or advice that you would give them before they fill that out?
1: I think that... To just be aware of your own emotional virtue, like I said earlier, is helpful. Um, Other things that can help are just setting the time limits for yourself um, to not just endlessly scroll and, as always, prayer. Um, It's also worth considering if you're meeting someone online um, that it might not work for your personality or your life circumstances, and that's okay. Like, it's not for everyone. Um, There's no best method, and there's no right way to find your future spouse. I think a lot of times you kind of get into this, like, fairy tale dream of like oh like i'm gonna go to this thing and i'm gonna meet him there like i've gone to so many catholic conferences with girls and there's always the joke like oh maybe i'll meet my spouse here yep yeah but maybe you won't (laughs) exactly likely you won't (laughs) it's very likely like we meet our spouses in all kinds of weird ways i actually uh have a friend who dates someone i used to date now and like they met because he was dating me at the time. Like right. it's a very weird world and we meet people in all sorts of ways. Yep. So there's not like every, you know, way that you meet your spouse, like that's going to be the perfect way for you. It's how, like if you were following where God is leading you, like that's going to be the perfect way. Um, cause God works in more ways than like our brains can imagine. There's a prayer, um, by St. Anthony, of Padua, it's accredited to him, um, that talks about letting God take you, um, to the perfect like to the perfect life that you can't imagine. Right. And that's something I kind of ruminated on all through college. And I'm one of those who I always think I'm like one step ahead. Like, I've got it figured out. I know it's going to happen. And then God's like, LOL, no you don't.
0: <laughs> throw your curveballs just yeah. to make sure.
1: <laughs> so if you can get a step ahead of me and already be like ready for God to throw you, then you're a step ahead of the game. Um, <clears throat> but if you're trying to meet people online without objectifying them or just... Struggling with the screen connection, FaceTime is second best if you can't meet in person. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like I think in person as soon as possible, as long as you're being safe about it, right? Um, is really important. Like FaceTime is really great, but there there is truly just something about meeting in person that helps you kind of get a tone and feel for if you have chemistry or not. Um and then messaging and calling and texting are okay, you know, starting avenues. Um but once you feel safe, just bring it online as soon as offline as soon as possible. Um, there's no better way to get to know someone other than that way. Uh, you know, you see the body language, your tone. You can see how you interact. You can get the whole communication like that. Um, behind a screen, though, if you're distant, FaceTime is a pretty good substitute. And I think online dating, although it's not accurately named, um, it's just good. And it's um, a good tool that's become so popular because it broadens our social circle. Um, I know with, like, my grandparents, they were married for 69 years. I think. Yeah. And um, they had met like at a dance that was in their hometown, like right after my grandpa came back from World War II. And my grandma was working as a telephone operator, and their friends knew friends. And my grandpa walked up to her and asked her to dance, and she asked her mom if that was okay. And she goes, Well, I don't know him from Adam, but I guess, (laughs) you know, they didn't. It was so funny that like the town is probably the same size as it is now, but they didn't know each other, you know, their social circle was just so much smaller. Right. Um, And then my parents, my mom is from several states away from where my dad was from and they met at a college dance, um, or community dance or whatever. And their, you know, friends ran together and stuff like that. So that's how they met. And then I, um, you know, have known a lot of people have had a larger, we, you know, in communication talk about how in civilization now we have the largest social circles ever in history. Um, like, if you were a caveman, you knew the person who lived in the cave next to you, and that was about it. Yep. But, like, now we know people from across the world. Right. Um. And so, I think just in using online dating, like, it's kind of a no-brainer. Like, if we use the internet to, like, make connections, make friends, like, it's definitely a good tool to use to make spouses, if that's where God's calling you to yeah. kind of broaden your social circle.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Very good. Thanks so much for sharing your story, for sharing how you met your husband uh, one question that I always ask women to wrap up the interview is How do you live out the feminine genius in your ordinary daily life as a Catholic woman and now as a Catholic wife?
1: The way I live out the feminine genius is one, probably just by listening to this podcast and listening to, I'm more of a listener than a reader, but I read a little bit, but just listening to things that build me up in. Um, authentic femininity, mm-hmm. um, things like Among the Lilies and Abiding Together and yep. all those good podcasts. I love podcasts, obviously. Um, but also just reading good materials on it and consuming um, consuming media that builds me up as a woman and allows me to be in a frame of mind to build up other women Yes, um, in authentic femininity instead of a lot of the things that are out there now to tear it down. Um, and just being really proactive about my place Um, That I am in life right now as a wife and hopefully a future mother, and as a friend, and as a sister, and as a daughter, um, and as a sister in law, and a daughter in law, and um, all those things, just being the authentic person that God has called me to be, and trying to continually pursue His heart and allow Him to speak into my life and pursue me um, in that femininity. Oh,
0: thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, especially friends who are filling out their online dating profiles. If you get a chance, please leave a review for the show on iTunes. I love this review by Sassy Pants that she left on iTunes last week. Chloe truly has a gift for asking great questions and offering insightful and relevant remarks to her guests' comments. Thanks for all the preparation and energy you put into the show, Chloe. I love the topics and have grown in knowledge and confidence as a Catholic Christian through listening in on these conversations. Thanks for that review. I love reading reviews and hearing what you think of the show. You can find the show notes for this week's episode over on my blog, oldfashionedgirlblog.com. And that'll include some articles from Catholic singles, as well as tips and hints if you are filling out your online dating profile and the resources that Christina and I mentioned in the show. That's all I have for this week's episode. So until next time, be not afraid.